1: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, aka the Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on the Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Yep. And now, he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott.
2: What's up, dude and dude, this? Yes, it's me, the broke soulless ginger. Generally speaking, I'm not that broke, any. I have to do this. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs>
1: I will pretend I know what that means, but okay.
2: Oh, here it goes.
1: You doing another nineties reference.
2: Yes, Keenan McCal. Hello.
1: God. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Yeah, he's just doing that because I went on an all that binge watch on Netflix and I did a good burger thing, so now he's trying to imitate Cal all the time. not All the time, maybe a little bit. Uh, last couple times you've done it, so that's why I say all the time. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I know you're not here for a Netflix talk. That's something for a variety show that we'll do it a later day, but right now uh we are getting into NXT and, of course, we kicked things off with our first official match of the evening. We got Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller. Loved it. Did you? Oh, yeah. They tore the fucking I house
2: down. The, they did tore the roof off. Apollo got some in. Grayson Waller's got some in. but there's one negative fault about this. He poked the eye one too many times. did realized realize that. I mean, AD&D'd do it. To win the match, yes. To do it in, in the middle of it, not so much.
1: Well, sometimes you do that to cut off the baby face so you know for a heel there's no such thing as poking the eye too many times it's the only problem is if you do it and the ref clearly sees it that's when it's a problem because that's I mean if he sees it once and he gives a warning okay but if he's seeing it every time and there's no disqualification then it basically is making the the referee look stupid so you gotta you gotta know it's it's not just do you can't just do a move for the sake of doing it you have to be able to do it with reason and there has to be a referee in there that's competent Otherwise, it makes everything look awkward. Learn from watching, uh, the classic pay-per-views so um
2: yeah most awesome, so, what we learned from watching AEW as well
1: exactly so but overall this was a very stellar match uh, very you know, stellar uh, Apollo Crews doing what he had to do Waller doing the cheat to win great heel tactic uh, I love the fact that he was able to do the dotting of the eyes and hit the rolling stunner in one motion I thought was brilliant
2: mm-hmm. yeah and, that was sneaky on him I, was, yeah. I saw that I was like Wait, like, you sneaky little fuck but I was like okay well he's a heel so do
1: and of course Apollo Crews hitting the blockbuster that's all always fun to see. Mm-hmm. That was like a blockbuster. And so yeah, this match, I think this match could have been main event caliber. Uh, well,
2: we didn't get that. Night, did
1: we? No, we didn't, but we'll get to that moment. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to move on to the uh, next segment here. We got uh Braun breaker in the locker room. Uh, Finn Balor basically confronts him and he talks about his uh, being the longest reigning uh, NXT champion. And he basically sends a message to Braun breaker that he needs to uh, win his match and unify the titles. Um, at Worlds Collide. So uh, this is one of the moments where Finn Balor is stepping out of his Judgment Day character that he's doing on the Raw roster and being, you know, the Finn Balor that was one of the most dominant NXT champions in the history of NXT and giving Brian Breaker the word of encouragement he needs as he represents the NXT brand at Worlds Collide this Sunday.
2: Yeah, uh, I saw this promo right here and I thought it was fantastic. Basically, he says, like, you need to step up and make this championship look good. Because Finn Balor was the launch rating, but unifying the titles, I put Braun uh, up on the pedestal show a little bit more.
1: Oh, if Braun unifies the titles, he is officially the most dominant man in NXT. And yep. I very thought true, that. Very true. And I like the fact that they brought in Finn Balor to do this. And I also like the fact that when they come to NXT, he's like, look, I'm not Finn Balor, leader of the Judgment Day. I'm Finn Balor, the prince.
2: Or Finn Balor, the demon. Yeah exactly
1: and uh, on that note we move on to the next match of the evening we got some tag team oh. matching here we got Kaden Carter and Katana Chance versus Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley
2: okay I've got pissed off about this let me ask you something right here are you supposed to bend your tag team partner in the ring I'm sorry did you see what Ivy Nile did she left her tag team partner high and fucked dry everything was fine and dandy one tag team got a couple of licks in Ivy Nile and her tag team partner got a couple of licks in and all of a sudden she got distracted by it. I forgot who and she took off and she wasn't they had to break up the pinch, I think Ivy Nile mean, cost that match.
1: Well but this is fantastic. Oof. Well you gotta keep in mind, GG G-
2: attacked it behind. Did you mention that last week?
1: Yeah, but here here's the thing though. G- Dolan and Jane attacked Ivy Nile. She was attacked by toxic attraction. So she was distracted because she was getting because she was in a fight. It's not like in other matches where, you know, somebody, like, goes for the tag and the person just drops down and leaves. Or it's not like someone sees something going on in the back and they hop off the apron and run out. Or it's not like when the old Hogan Savage thing where Miss Elizabeth got knocked off the ring apron. So Hogan picked her up, carried her to the back to get medical attention, left Randy Savage all by himself, and he got his ass kicked in the ring. Ring, and then he came to the back and they fought they argued back and forth and randy savage tried to say that hogan had lust in his eyes for elizabeth and then randy just hits him with the title and breaking up the tag team so it's not one of those type of scenarios this was someone attacked her she's defending herself in a fight which unfortunately left her partner high and dry it's like somebody attacks you you're gonna defend yourself because at that point you're not worried about winning a match you're worried about fighting for your life So, in this particular case, yeah, in this particular case, I can see that happening. So, there's a reason here for that to happen. And it allowed Chance and Carter to hit their finish on Paxley for the win, which, if they're not going to win, Paxley needs to eat the pin, because Ivy Nile is too fucking badass and dominant to be getting pinned by these two. Sorry, but it's
2: true. I agree with you on that. At least she looks, for a white girl, she looks good with dreads. She looks great, Yeah. Yeah
1: touche 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 you got okay, me okay, you got okay. me there you got me there okay she she pulls it off
2: bravo uh, bravo oh, thank you pause son of a bitch <laughs> <All>
0: right, so... <laughs> okay.
2: by the way if Sorry, you have
0: no
1: folks. some of you have no idea why we're laughing right now go listen to last week's NXT recap <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You okay? Yeah, you I'm good? fine. I'm fine. All right. Okay, that's good. So for this.
1: so after the match, uh, Carter and Chance say they have beaten everyone, so at Worlds Collide, they're gonna throw a huge party in the parking lot. Then Dewdrop and Nikki ASH interrupt and challenge the champs to a match at the pay-per-view, and we now know it will be Caden and Carter and Katana Chance versus Dewdrop and Nikki ASH for the NXT women's tag team titles at Worlds Collide.
2: Well, when it comes to current chance, they just got those fouls and they're defending it. They're not going to lose it, especially the dude dropping Nick, Nicky A-S-H. Whatever. Sorry. My teeth been hurting. I've been drinking. And, uh, shut up. And, uh, I thought this was a good promo. They got a huge pop, but I know for a fucking fact that Chancey Carter not going to drop these titles. I not know how hard they work to get those titles. their fucking way. If they do, I'm going to throw fucking things. Uh-oh.
1: Well, here's the thing. The reason they're not going to win is because DoDrop and Nikki A.S.H. are not regulars on NXT. Unless you plan on taking them off the Raw roster and bringing them to NXT, they should not win the belts. So that's the big question. Are they coming, are they going to stay in NXT or are they going back to Raw? Because I don't see either one of them doing much on Monday Night Raw lately, and neither one of them has done well, and here's my only complaint about this. Are you
2: sure it's only one?
1: Yeah, would you like me to add some
2: more? No, I wouldn't. Just go with the fucking one. Don't you fucking start. Thank you. Hey, me, you're the one who starts
1: this shit. I do not. Yes, you do, with your snarky little backhanded sarcastic comments. Are you sure it's just the one?
2: What are you talking about? I have never done that for a day in my life you're a fucking a liar you're angel. a fucking liar you are <laughs>
1: perfect little angel bullshit
2: i never got in trouble before
1: i know you lie. 24601 all right so anyway we got so we got um but here's my, my issue is this Dewdrop and nikki ash are entering this match as Dewdrop and nikki ash that's my gripe It should be Caden Carter and Katana Chance against Piper Niven and Nikki Cross. That's what I want to see. I want Nikki to drop this fucking superhero gimmick. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm tired of it. It was fun at first, and now it's getting kind of uh, ridiculous. Here's the thing. Sorry to take that quote.
1: In the beginning, it was great because she was embracing it. It was cool. She fucking won the title after getting money in the bank. So she was on a roll. But then it went back down the ladder once she lost the belt. I think she was better. Her as Nikki Cross, and I think with Triple oh, H, yeah. with Triple H now back in charge, I see no reason why they can't go back to those gimmicks. Have her be Nikki Cross, the girl from Sanity, the crazy bitch. That's what people loved. Dewdrop as Piper Niven was perfect. She didn't have to do this. She didn't have this, any stupid gimmicks. She didn't have a goofy shit. She was a heavy. She was a heavy set chick who could work, which is rare to see in wrestling. She had a she had a gimmick and a style all her own. They did that stupid. Do drop shit when uh, Eva Marie was making her comeback that oh apparently god. nobody wanted to fucking see. Oh my god! I was willing to give it a um, shot. I gave it the benefit I of the know. doubt. No, no, I gave it the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, she's been gone a long time. Maybe she learned some shit along the way. Maybe she improved. Mm-hmm. We don't fucking know. No, how big that news? No, I no, mean, she no. she was trained by Brian Kendrick. You would think she'd learned some shit. Brian Kendrick, she despite the tried- controversy he went through, is a very credible wrestler. But yeah, yeah. Apparently, she's... St- but once everybody found out, she still sucked. And she hadn't learned shit since the last time she was there. It flopped. And they gave her a gimmick, and she called her Dew Drop, which nobody fucking liked. No oh one likes God, that fucking name. I hated it from Jump horrible. Street. And it pissed me off. Because I saw her as Piper Niven in the May Young Classic, and she... ...fucking crushed it. She didn't win, obviously, but and in the ring, she was fucking phenomenal. And she's been in NXT UK. Both of these girls, Drop and Nikki, were in NXT UK. They were in NXT UK wrestlers. That's why they brought them back to challenge this. Because the whole point of Worlds Collide is... ...it's supposed to be NXT stars versus NXT UK stars. And it's a way for the UK to go out with a bang. Because as we mentioned before, NXT UK is done after this show. And it's being rebranded as NXT Europe which isn't going to start till next year. It's a They're planning it for next year. So after this show, there is no more NXT UK. This is a chance for the UK stars to go out with a bang. And as we mentioned before, there was a lot of cuts in NXT UK because a lot of those stars weren't willing to relocate to the States. So they got released. Now, when NXT Europe comes back, who knows? Maybe they'll bring some of those people back. But until then, they got to work the indies and figure out a way to continue to make a living and make their money. They'll either do well on the indies. Or they'll have to go get real jobs. Who knows? Hopefully, they save their money. That's that's why that's why a lot of the legends of business will tell you it's not what you make, it's what
2: you save. Very very true. And uh, what I find funny is that a, a Scottish person and English person are actually in the ring getting along.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, so that's Vinnie, what.
2: What do you know that history? History of what? Uh, Scotland and England. <clears throat> Okay, okay, I want to make this short and sweet and I'll explain it later. Is this a, is this, this Braveheart you know how, Heart hey, shit? Hear me out. You know how uh, when, uh Gallus and Pretty Dilly were right beside each other? The Scottish and the English people, and they start arguing. You know how long that's been going on? Oh, Since yeah. medieval times. Since the medieval times. You know the movie, movie Braveheart? It still goes on to this day. The English and the Scottish and the Irish. The Irish and Scottish have one thing in common. You know what that is? What? They hate England. Oh, they hate them. That's all I have to say. Moving on. All right. All I'll explain right. later. Okay. So anyway, we cut
1: to the in-ring segment, and we got the dyad in the ring, or Schism, whatever the fuck they want to be called. Uh, Joe Gacy gives Schism happy stickers for winning their match against Legato Del Fantasma. Gacy makes another pitch for Cameron Grimes to join them. Grimes walks down to the ring and tells Gacy that he doesn't need them. Gacy makes jokes about Grimes not having any friends, titles, or a father. Grimes goes after Gacy but ends up surrounded. Uh, He goes to punch uh, Gacy, but he blocks it and gives him a hug, and then eventually they just let him leave the ring, and he walks to the back as um, Joe just holds everyone back and tries to keep the peace.
2: Uh, I like, I automatically, I thought for a second there, man, that, uh, that uh, Cameron Grimes was like, yeah, well, you're right, but what I love, like, you're wrong. I don't need you to go to the moon. This promo right here was basically say, what Cameron Grimes was trying to say. He's like, I don't need you. I don't need your help. I got this on my own. And once a minute when Joe Gacy brought his father, I wish, wish he would knock them out and run out of the ring, but he realized he's got number three to one said he, he gets a hug by Gacy and gets out. Maybe in the process, you never know. Could Kramer shot to away from the diet, Joe Casey, I eventually join that. But once again, I thought this promo was great. And you know, you I'm a big Cameron Grimes. I do like him because he just reminds me of somebody who I would hang out with here in Georgia. I enjoyed the hell out of this promo. How about you?
1: Um, Yeah, I thought it was very well done by everyone involved. I honestly thought that Cameron was going to join because he hadn't really done much on his own lately. Uh, But I also found it interesting and I loved the fact that even though Cameron Grimes got violent, Casey was still doing the hug and, you know, not wanting to fight him, which is to me, it, it's the good showing of a cult leader. You know, yeah. No you matter. know what
2: I kind of feel from him? What? Joe Gacy, Charles Manson. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, do you either, Yeah, you can see that. That's, um, I know I'm not trying to bring up Gator, but that's why I tried to play the Gator. He asked me like, "What do you see?" Is like, like I see a Charles Manson kind of gimmick. He goes, um, "Okay." I was like, Ugh. you realize that he has that like Charles Manson gimmick?" Even though everybody doesn't know the true story, but once again, brilliant from Joe Gacy. I was like, I like where he's going, even though I don't like the fact that the Dias groups are young veterans, but still. Like he do? They probably got offered a lot of money. He's like, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Like, change your gimmick. We'll give you more. I was like, all right. I was like, and when it comes to girls, you guys, are veterans, Mindy will agree with me. Those guys got screwed over too many fucking times. I was pissed. I oh, love yeah. the hell out of them. I did. I still do, but maybe one day they'll go back to it. But, anyways, moving on. Absolutely. Um.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Like, and I, what I love about this is the fact that, you know, again, Joe Gacy's like you doing the whole, you know, this is a safe space. I understand your anger because that's literally that is literally what a cult person does. It do, They don't allow themselves to get rattled. They keep that positivity to show that their method works and they never lose their cool.
2: All the time I think they will lose their cool in the ring. I mean, yeah, when the,
1: that? well that's different because when the bell rings, that's competition. That's why afterwards when Joe in the beginning when Joe Gacy would beat people, he would always pick the guy up shake his hand, hug him, raise his hand whatever to show like... Like, this is a safe space.
2: It just give it a little while. I see Joe Gacy as at- TNF. As it, uh yeah, as NXT uh world champion. And uh the dyad as tag team champions, and just case Cameron Grimes joins the North American champion. Well we know NXT he definitely win. wants that belt back. Uh, like, yeah, also I know and then we'll move on to the next match is like I'm tired of Cameron Grimes through it over. Give it time that brilliant man right there is gonna be uh NXT world champion.
1: Yes. And then we move on to the six person tag team match here. We got last legend and pretty deadly versus Briggs. Jensen, and Fallon Henley.
2: Okay, I love this matchup for one fucking problem. What's that? Fallon Henley and Last Legend didn't have, maybe have what, what, 45 seconds before the dudes take over? Did you realize that?
1: Yes, I noticed that.
2: I mean, otherwise than that, it was a good match. There were several fucking spots, but I'll tell you one thing, there was some good psychology in it. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Let me ask you something on the, on the boost, guys. Is this a house fight? Uh, No. Okay.
1: I would not say that, no. No, it's, no. A house fight is usually two big old, big boy motherfuckers, fighting each other like like if vader went up against the big boss man that's a hoss fight oh okay but okay then there's okay, then we'll there's a phrase go. that we, then there's a phrase that we use here on the bootcast called they has fight and that's when they basically that's basically when a wrestling match is basically not even a match they're just beating the shit out of each other
2: okay sign out question you know what I would love to see back in the day? later against Mark Henry. Oh
1: yeah, now that would be a hos fight.
2: <laughs> oh god,
1: that's a hos fight. So, but yeah, overall, I thought this was a really good match. I love that Lash Legend was just tossing Fallon around like a rag doll. Um, and of course, you know the tag teams did very well. And then of course in the end, um, you know Prince rolls up Jensen for the win, which I thought was perfect, especially since uh Gallus comes down to ringside, Diamond Mine cuts them off, and then Prince gets that roll up for the win, and then. Last Legend And Pretty Deadly Celebrate And have the victory Which I thought was perfect
2: Yeah yeah That's true That's true That's true We also forgot that Gallus kind of Distracted everybody
1: Oh yeah Absolutely They definitely Distracted everybody
2: Yeah I mean When it comes to Gallus I may be The one out of you Me Vinny and Gator Maybe understand What the hell Those guys are saying Because do you Understand what they're saying Barely I can, because I can. Or this is what you do. Put the subtitles on, but nine times out of ten, I can probably understand what they're saying. It's Scottish, dude. They got a real thick accent.
1: I'm sure they do. And, And on that note, we cut to the backstage area, and we see Mandy Rose on her phone. And then all of a sudden, in walks Shayna Baszler. Ooh. and they basically have a little bit of a talk and um basically they kind of do a plug for Clash of the Castle um on Saturday where Shayna Baszler is going one on one with Liv Morgan she talks about how she's already going to rip her limb from limb. she's going she's wants she just hasn't decided yet which limb she's going to take home with her but she reminds Mandy Rose of the importance of the NXT Women's title and how she was one of the most dominant champions in NXT which she definitely was yeah, she
2: was she rightfully showed that we didn't you and I <clears throat> didn't like her having that belt, but rightfully so, that Shana Baszler was a badass. Here's a reason why. Like, Shanna Baszler is, frankly, what I'm going to say, dumpster so far. But, in real life, that bitch could probably kick your ass in real fucking life. Well, here's- Be attractive in any sort of way, but that's why I like her so much. She's like, you know what, that bitch, that bitch is probably gay, probably whoop your ass.
1: <laughs> oh, Shayna would whoop everybody's ass. She's a UFC fighter, or used to be. Like- Her and Ronda were part of the four horsewomen of the UFC. That's why they're such good friends outside the ring, because both of them are were badasses in UFC and MMA. So she's very good at that. But she also made it clear she was one of the most dominant NXT champions. She basically told Mandy Rose she wants to call herself the baddest bitch in the building. Well, Mm. she's got to prove that. (laughs) And she said the only yeah, and the only way she's gonna prove it is if she can unify the NXT women's titles and represent the brand properly. So that's basically what Shayna's trying to do. She's basically trying to light a fire under Mandy Rose and tell her to win for NXT. Even though she might not like Mandy Rose, she is representing all the women that have ever held the NXT women's title, which includes a lot of uh, credible fucking names. So, and one name we all hate. So it's, Mm -hmm. so Mandy has to, you know, basically win one for NXT.
2: Absolutely. I saw this right here. I would love to see Shayna Baszler go for another NXT title but she's going against with Morgan the next pay-per-view and I'm going for Shannon Baszler as I, I hate to say this I don't believe in that Morgan having that title no offense but she's,
1: she's not a credible champion I'll, and we'll take this little she's detour not, dude. her do you know what her gimmick is anybody you know her gimmick I can tell you her gimmick
2: what's her gimmick
1: she cries that's her gimmick she cries before the <sighs> match during the match after the match she cries she has not she, she is, is the loop. she gets her ass kicked all the time she's won the title not in a straight up match and she won in a controversial fashion. There is nothing about Liv Morgan that is credible. She just has this underdog mentality that fans got behind
2: not fans of any marks. Get it right. Well,
1: I mean I mean fans marks, everybody loved Liv Morgan. And then but then I don't. I'm talking in general. Stop fucking interrupting me. I'm saying that overall she was over. The problem is she's one of those people that gets over, but then once she wins the title, she has nothing else to bring to the table. Liv Morgan is more valuable chasing a title than she is having it. And there's some There's a lot of challengers who are like that. That's why there's a lot of big names when they got the belt they didn't hold it for very long because they made more money chasing the title than when they defended it. You know that's why you know there's some wrestlers who care about the belt. Most wrestlers care about the wallet and. Should. Or in or in their case, the purse and purse. I heard the purse
2: before.
0: You know,
1: well, purse is something they use in boxing, but I'm saying that for the females, I'm saying the purse because women carry purses, men tend to carry wallets. So my point is that this is this is the situation here is with Liv Morgan. She's just not credible. So I'm hoping Shayna tears her apart at, because I don't see Liv winning any other way, and I don't see her title reign being a good one. I just don't. I don't think she's a good champion. I. She's the, she's one of the weakest baby faces on the roster, which you don't see often. She's a weak I mean- baby face champion
2: hands down. She's a very weak-ass champion. I agree with you, and I want to like her by Sierra's like, just not believable. Her beating Ronda was not fucking believable, but that's another story for I mean, time. no,
1: here's the thing. It's not believable, but it was believable in the way they executed it. They did it in a way that made sense. That's why you can't be too upset about it. Liv never beat Ronda Rousey straight up. She didn't, like, hit her, finish her, and pin her one, two, three. What happened was Ronda locked in an ankle lock. Liv kicked the bad leg that Got hurt during the match And then rolled her up One, two, three Then when she pinned her at, I believe it was SummerSlam if I remember correctly. I think it was SummerSlam. Yeah, it was SummerSlam. Remember when Ronda had Rhonda had that arm bar and Liv just put Ronda on her shoulders and they counted one, two, three. But, Liv tapped out before the three count, but the referee didn't see the tap out and the referee's decision stands. Therefore, she got the pin and the win. So, that's how that happened. But either way, Fair but anyway, that's Clash of the Castle. That's the main roster. We're here on NXT so we're going to move on in NXT to the next uh match at the e of the evening we have Andre Chase with Bodie Hayward and Thea Hale versus Charlie Dempsey
2: do you know who the father of Charlie Dempsey is yes I do William Regal yep I would never thought I was like, oh, the shit. And you look at him closely, like, okay, fair enough. This right here, this is fucking great. I loved it. I love the shit out of it. If people give Andre Trace crap in the ring, he can fucking move. He can. Oh, I, I love that part where he goes, TH. A S E U Minnie Bucci, what does that spell? Chase you, chase you. But this right here was great, especially Indy, where Bodie was getting involved. He somewhat helped Andre Chase win the match because uh uh, Dempsley comes out, Dempsey comes out there, takes him out, gets in there, he just ducks and uh, rolls him up one two three. I think that's the first time to see Andre Chase actually win a match in a long time.
1: Yes, it's definitely. Well, that's because Andre hasn't really done a lot of wrestling. He's been. He's been doing mostly backstage segments and skits and things like that. He's done a lot more character development than in-ring development. But he can go when needed. So that's basically what he did. He 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 was able to go. He whooped some ass. And in the end, he was able to uh, get a roll-up for the win, which is how he should do that. You know, because Dempsey looks badass. And I'm not just saying that because he's Regal's son. I'm saying it because he looks it. So for him to get a victory like that, you know, he, he gets distracted. When he knocks out Bodie. gets in the ring, Chase rolls him up one, two, three. It's a credible way to beat somebody because it gives Andre a Especially win without debut. burying Charlie Dempsey.
2: Especially somebody's debut. We've always seen Andre Chase, but you've never seen Dempsey. But otherwise than that, I thought this was fantastic. Yes. I loved it. I was like this is, I was like
1: like Jesus Christ, man. He is
2: so fucking over.
1: Absolutely. And then on that note, we cut to the backstage area and we see um God,
2: Jesus
1: the uh Sato Satamora Sato, Miko who they established uh they showed a little bit of her career um, on the show trying to explain to people how legendary she is which Uh, I thought was a good thing to do because everybody's talking to her about her being a legend. Even last week, we were like, what the fuck? I'm looking at her legacy. I'm like, she hasn't really done much, but clearly she's had some good matches in WCW. I'm sure I'll see some of them in the classic reviews that uh, Gator and I are doing because we got a lot of WCW ones uh, coming up um, in the coming uh, weeks. I think... No, actually, no. We got a bunch of them coming up in October. So we're going to be doing a lot in October and we got a few in November. So um, we'll see if she's on the card for any of those. Um, But... But anyway, so she's walking through, and all of a sudden, she bumps into Alba Fire, yeah. who, and they'd say how that belt looks good on her, and she goes, I beat a great wrestler to win this title. And she starts laughing, and then she wishes her good luck in her uh, UK in her UK title defense. And the reason Alba liked hearing that is because Alba Fire was who Satom- Satomura beat to win the UK title.
2: Oh, good. To- oh, great
1: cares <laughs> well the nxt uk fans would care and it's important to know your history
2: so, well i understand the fucking history well, we live in fucking america i'm sorry no
1: spoken like a true redneck ladies and gentlemen and on that I'm note you, you
2: <laughs> greasy cocksucker bite me you son of a Ooh. i'm just saying i'm not a fucking i'm not a fucking redneck <laughs> I thought that insulting
1: You know you're a redneck If your gun rack has a gun rack on it
2: I don't have a gun rack I don't have a fucking gun You fat sack of shit
1: I'm gonna stop right there <laughs>
2: Uh, okay. Oops.
1: Easy, Zach. Sorry, raise man. your
2: blood. <laughs> raise your blood pressure. Sorry, dude. I did be too. My tooth's been hurting real bad Ooh. all day. I'm kind of pissy. I didn't Ooh. mean to say that to you. Ooh, back, back shit.
1: Zachary Scott almost lost his temple. You just see me? Don't. Uh, well, anyway. you are
2: gonna get cut the fuck out after we get off. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: So anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why they were having the conversation, and then we move on to the next match of the evening. If we even want to call it, it, call that, it that. that. We got Zoe Stark. Versus versus hot for teacher, Kiana
2: James. And honestly, brother, do you call this a match? No. No. Nope. I mean, alright, alright, alright. Say, say no, move on. I'm gonna do what you told me. I mean, Kiana James put up a good fight. She got a couple moves in and looks in. she took her, she took down that Zoe Stark. As soon as you saw this match happen, everybody automatically fucking know that Zoe Stark was going to win. All of a sudden, 50-50-50, dun-dun-dun, one, two, three, Zoe Stark fucking wins and rightfully so and she should be the, world cha- the women's champion right now. But no, a couple of those dumbass motherfuckers triple H hear me out. Do something with them please. Decide to do some n looking on that door deal. <laughs> Otherwise no this match was no basically what we say. at least of James try to put up a good fight. That's the best analysing I can get.
1: Yeah and then after the match James tries to attack Stark from behind Uh, Nikita Lyons makes the save obviously establishing the uh, friendship there and um obviously yeah like I said this match was basically just there like nobody I don't think anybody really cared thank you so then we cut back to the backstage area and we have uh, Blair Davenport who is part of this uh, triple threat match Uh, she's basically the only person here without a belt but can still walk away with both belts should she get the win all of a sudden comes Rhea Ripley from the Judgment Day who basically says a whole bunch of nothing to someone who shouldn't even be involved in the match. And she then, shouldn't
2: be involved with Judgment Day in the first fucking place. I'm sorry. Can I say something, please? Yeah. Rhea Ripley needs to do something on her home. Not be somebody's viking. Go ahead.
1: Okay, well, she basically tells her don't screw up your opportunity to win both belts and then Rhea tries to compare being NXT champion and Raw Women's Champion and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, the only woman that ever won two belts at the same time was Paige because she was the first ever NXT Women's Champion she went to the main roster beat AJ Lee on her debut and won the Divas title the problem is the problem is uh, JBL showed up because at the time JBL was the general manager of NXT during its inaugural time and he He basically explained to Paige that because she's now the Divas Champion, she's on the main roster, she's going to be traveling on the road, so she can no longer fulfill her obligations as NXT Women's Champion. So he basically told her, you have to hand me back the belt. You can no longer be champion. So he stripped her the title. Paige was reluctant to give her the belt, but JBL said, look, You were a great champion, but this is the right thing to do for business. And then Paige reluctantly, and that's what made the NXT Women's title valuable. The fact she didn't just drop it. She hesitated. She finally took it off, gave it to JBL. He thanked her and wished her good luck on the main roster. Now, as, now, as far as what you said earlier, here's here's my response. I'm okay with Rhea Ripley being in the Judgment Day. That's not really my gripe because they wanted to give her a different direction. They wanted to give her something to do. Plus, at one point, she was injured, so I don't know if she's still recovering and that's why they're giving her lackey shit to do. But there's also a thing in account where there's no females in this rivalry the Judgment Day is having. It's been, it's been all dudes. But since we're on the subject, I'm gonna go on this rant right now because I fucking need to because It's been pissing me off since I saw the highlights of last night's Raw. I don't even know why Rhea Ripley's not involved in any of these matches because she's basically tossing Dominic around like he's a fucking 12-year-old. Literally, she's beating the shit out of Dominic, and Dominic is getting zero repercussion or zero retribution for any physical abuse that Rhea Ripley's putting on him. And I don't know who the fuck thinks... This is some kind of genius booking, but if somebody's allowed to hit you and you can't hit them back, not hitting that person back doesn't make you the better person. It makes you look like a weak cuckold. I watched Dominic in a ring hold a kendo stick. Rhea Ripley's daring him to swing the kendo stick and this little fucking pussy wouldn't swing the goddamn kendo stick. Not only that, she practically ripped the kendo stick out of his hand. Then I see Dominic, Rey Mysterio, and Edge in a ring with Rhea Ripley all by herself holding a goddamn kendo stick. Now, Zach, just to refresh everyone's memory, who are the baby faces in this rivalry?
2: Uh Edge, Ray, and Dominic.
1: So by that token, who are the heels?
2: Uh Ben Ballard, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. Cole!
1: Correct. Now, let me give y'all a little bit of a wrestling education, a little bit of a psychology for y'all out there. If three babyfaces are in a ring against one heel, if the one heel is smiling and confident and you've been in a high profile, serious rivalry with them and you don't beat that one person to a bloody pulp, you might as well tuck your dick between your legs and rub peanut butter all over yourselves because you ain't fucking men. Edge, Raymond. <laughs> Mysterio and Dominic need to drop their balls off in the nearest drop box. Better yet, Edge, take out your balls, put them in Beth Phoenix's purse. Ray, Dominic, take out your balls, put it in your wife slash mother's purse. You are not men. I have nothing
2: to do with this, folks.
1: I'm, I'm fucking saying it. And you all just fucking stood there? If the, ba- if the heel is, is, is in a three-on-one situation, he or she should not be smiling. If she's smiling, you're a pussy. At that point, this is how it works. If a bunch of heels surround a baby face. The baby face is allowed to look nervous for a few seconds, but then he has to turn on the confidence of, okay, if I'm going down, I'm going down fighting because that's what a man does. And that's the truth. You know you're outnumbered. You know you're getting your ass kicked, but you're going down swinging. you going to fight the good fight. you going to get a few shots in. you going to get yours. Now, in the end, they're going to beat you to a bloody pulp. You're fucked.
2: Yeah, yeah but it, that's true.
1: But your goal is, if I go down, what, some of you, at least one or two of you is going down with me. I'll take one of you down right. with me before y'all eventually get the upper hand and I'm laying here a bloody beaten pulp. That's the difference. Now a heel, if a bunch of baby faces are surrounding a heel, that heel needs to look like he just stared into the eyes of Freddy Krueger. Freddy just showed up. Razor claws and all, and is about to fucking rip your heart out. It is Friday the 13th, and Jason Voorhees is standing right behind you. That's you need to be—you need to be looking into the eyes of the devil himself, and I don't mean the good devil, like in Lucifer. I mean the bad one, like in Supernatural
2: or Constantine.
1: What, whatever the fuck. My point is, you should have the look of fear because you should realize, oh fuck,
2: I'm gonna die. Exactly. And here's the thing, and I always ask a pretty girl at the their birthday, and I see the big. It's would you be able to go hit your boyfriend? Did you go like, in the, like, in oh, hell no. I was like, what? Because he says, my man, if you hit him, you most likely he's going to hit back. I said, like, so what do you do? I just yell at him, just point it out there. I was like, like yeah, sometimes a lot of women will say they won't go hit a man because they don't want to get hit back. Exactly. And just to be clear, so I'm like, let me make this
1: clear so there's no misunderstanding. I am not saying it is okay to go slapping bitches for no
2: reason. No, that's not I, that's I, not I am right. against
1: that completely. Me personally... I like it. Never done it. Me neither. I've been in a relationship with a lot of girls, and the closest I've ever come to hitting them is smacking on the ass during sex. That's the only time. <laughs> Just put it out there, it's the truth.
0: <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Uh, But just
1: to be clear, if we're in a, if if we're in an argument, I remember one time I, I had this one girl I dated, we were in an argument and we were yelling, we were screaming, it was heated. And at one point she swung at me and I immediately shoved her away from me. And she had this look on her face like, what the fuck did you just do? And I looked at her like, don't ever fucking swing at me again. And we cooled down. And it didn't escalate. But I'll say this right now. If you, I don't care. I said it before and I'll say it again. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care about your gender. I don't care about your sexual orientation. You want to, you try to fight me. You physically, violently put your hands on me. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight back. I don't care who you yeah, are. And, Do not think and, I don't want anyone on this planet to think they can put their hands on me and walk away unscathed. That don't fucking happen in the real goddamn world.
2: Maybe it doesn't happen anymore. And Vinny knows, like I'm the same way. Am I not? Yeah, but and that's just so like, me like, being like, honest. I'm not. Again. Same way.
1: I'm not one of those people that
2: does it for no reason. But if, yeah, like I said, I'm not really going to smack not.
1: a girl for no reason. And I think if you are one of those people, you're fucked in the head. Let me make that very clear. This,
2: but. Well, this is what I do. I'll put my headphones in, put some heavy metal on, I just go about my business. But you put your hands on me, there you go. No,
1: put. And that's, told, and that's why it bothers me. Because I see these girls in the ring just smacking the guys around, making the guys look fucking stupid, and they just stand there not doing anything. And they make the same, and they all make the same fucking joke every time they find out who they're married to and go dude she hits harder than you ha, ha 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 that joke is older than the fucking son okay it's stupid it doesn't work and it's never funny so the fact that Rhea Ripley has been smacking Dominic around calling him Susie and he finally gets a chance to get retribution doesn't take it congratulations you just cut his balls off you just cut Ray's balls off you just cut Edge's balls off that whole thing no was fucking pussy. No balls. I better... No I, balls. Exactly. I can't... I'm not even looking forward to the tag team match at Clash of the Castle. I mean, obviously I'm going to watch it, but I'm not looking forward to it because all I see is the Judgment Day against two, against two, uh, eunuchs. <laughs> or, no, I should said that to take it back. Two Strombonies. Google what that is. Y'all know. Um, get on that. All right. So okay, anyway, I'm we not. get past this bullshit and we get to some more bullshit. Oh, we Jesus see Christ. the two most useless people in NXT, fraser and Axiom talking about, you know, Fraser's talking about NXT UK and how fucking great it was. And Axiom never really experienced it. And they said, well, we can experience it if we do. um, And we might do like British rules or British rounds or whatever. And they basically agreed to best of three. So this can only tell me that there's a, two out of three falls match they're gonna have
2: uh, most likely yeah that's
1: the three so we're gonna see what happens first first person to win two out of three so it's two out of three falls match and Wade said said it perfectly uh we're not gonna be able to keep up with these guys that's your Dude, that's, the, fucking that's problem, the problem man exactly congratulations At Wade. He- you just gave us a reason not to watch this shit show i now found well, my hands- bathroom break
2: I like Nathan Frazier. that I have one huge fucker problem. Look at Axiom. Visual, look at it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Do, do, do and Vinnie Bucci, you know. Who the fuck does he look like?
1: The mass writer. No! Well,
2: oh. <laughs> Holy shit, you just made me feel older. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God. No, he looks like a fucking wannabe version of Sin who even sucked back then. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, the old Sin sucked. The new one was pretty good. He just looks like him, and, and I mean... Uh okay, this is pointless. I don't really care for this match, and I'm going to be forced to watch it, and fuck you, by the way, but I don't have a choice now. Dubai. Okay, moving on. Well,
1: Worlds Collide, yes, cool. because here, here's the deal. Basically, I'll, I'll basically well, All Out, you don't have to see. I'm going to try to do that on my own or with Desmond, but most likely I'm going to try to do it with Desmond because I think he's off on Labor Day, so we'll, so we'll be able to do it that night, But Sunday night, but Monday night is when I want to take care of Worlds Collide, so you have to watch Worlds Collide. All Out, you don't have to. <clears throat> all Out is your
2: choice but worlds collide you have to um worlds collide i have to work that well it comes on
1: at four o'clock you can watch it on your you can you can find some time to watch it somewhere i'm sure you can
2: Uh, probably not because i gotta work a devil that day most likely well yeah well even if you don't watch it live at
1: 4 p.m on sunday you can find time at some point like later that night or whatever and watch it. Just watch it that night before you go to bed. Alright, alright, alright. I will. All, all. We'll talk about this later. Okay, move yeah. it on. So anyway, we're moving on to the next match of the evening. I would say yeah. it's it's technically the main event, but it doesn't close out the show, so that's why I'm not comfortable calling it the main event. Um, but anyway, we got Gallus versus Diamond Mine.
2: I enjoyed the little shit out of it, did you?
1: Fucking amazing.
2: It was fucking great. Gallus has got moved in several fucking movies, and they're oppressing me. And and, and, and of course, Diamond Mine doing their thing, and, and and uh, David Kemp, he was there, and he—that kid's impressing me. Everything was fine and dandy. Everything was going great, superb, wonderful, beautiful, until Guess Who showed up to fuck up the whole thing. Good old Roddy. Was that him?
1: Roger Strong. Yep.
2: As we say, this in this type of match. Good start, shady finish. But what was odd after the match? All of a sudden, there's this huge ass brawl for some strange ass reason. Did you understand that brawl whatsoever? <laughs> I was like, um, okay, well, but then I realized, oh, shit, this is the going home show. So I was like, okay, maybe you understand. So now we will see a, a huge-ass four, um, four tag team match for the tag team titles. Basically,
1: um, they're going to unify the NXT and NXT UK tag titles in a fatal yeah. four-way elimination match, tag team match.
2: And all the uh, and anybody uh, who deserves all those, I uh, have those four belts just to add it up. Four, eight, well, two, four, six, seven the belts should be the Creed brothers. Yes. Uh, I would but say... But I suspicious I'm... somebody else is going to win. Well, Uh-oh.
1: Pretty Deadly might. Um, I don't think Gallus should, because I don't think anyone really gives a shit about them. Um, I wouldn't mind Briggs and Jensen. I like them. Um, the Creed brothers are definitely the most dominant tag team, so I could win, but as far as personality goes, Pretty Deadly is, is second to the Creed's. So, as long as Gallus doesn't win, I think I could be okay. I just don't want to see Gallus, because I don't feel like... I, I don't, I don't get anything special from them. They're not, th- this team isn't growing on me. I'm not impressed with anything they do. So, I mean, this match was good, but I don't see them as tag team champion caliber. I mean, maybe they were in the UK, but here in the States, I don't think they'll be as over. Um, Obviously, Roger Sean was trying to show Kemp something on a phone, but he slapped the phone out of his hand. Here's my issue. Uh. You have this big fucking brawl. Uh and the show doesn't go off the air and you cut to the backstage area which we'll get to in a minute but how the fuck do you just stop a fight like that here's what should have happened you're gonna do this you locker room empties it's pandemonium how do you stop all the fighting Well, unless you got tasers and cattle prods, it's going to be tough, ladies and gentlemen. What could have been a great way to end this? Here's how you do it. You play sexy boy, Shawn Michaels comes walking out, because he's the head of NXT, and you have him calm everybody down, because Shawn's a big enough legend where if he calms everybody down, everybody eventually stops and fucking listens. Why? Because he's the boss. This is, moments like these, you need an on-camera authority figure. For some reason WWE and AEW and all the other ones and NXT want to pull away from that you need somebody to make a ruling you need somebody to have to establish law and order Shawn Michaels is perfect for that you have him come out and say we're gonna have a fatal four way elimination you have him announce it right there get the crowd excited the Creed brothers Briggs and Jensen pretty deadly Gallus let's unify the titles get the crowd excited, and then eventually everybody gets what they want, so they naturally calm down on their fucking own. Instead, you just have everybody going fight, 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 fight. And then you cut to Braun Breaker sitting in the locker room. Mm. I'm sorry. How'd you stop the fucking fight?
2: We'll never know.
1: I, yeah, I'm sorry. I like Braun Breaker, but if there's a fight going on in the ring, I'd rather see how that ends than see him sitting in the locker room getting excited about it on a fucking TV. I'm sorry. I don't want to see the champ right now. I don't want to see the big ass fucking fight. Morons. All right. Does that give you anything, anything to add? Do you want to move on?
2: Uh, I understand where you are coming from about in the fight and like that where we didn't really see the end who actually who just breaking up, everybody just walks away. I understand that. I saw Michael's come out, hey, everybody, knock it off. But otherwise than that, it was like that was pointless right there. So, yes, I have nothing else to say. That's what I have to say. Okay. So we missed
1: the end of the fight. We just get Ciampa sitting. I mean, uh, we see uh, Braun Breaker sitting down and then in walks Tommaso Ciampa.
2: Oh, God, no.
1: Who uh, sits down with uh, Braun and basically tells him about how NXT means everything to him and how important it was when he was the champ holding Goldie. And he even says, may I? And Braun lets him hold the belt and get a look at it, even though Ciampa hasn't held that belt since he lost it to Braun Breaker. And he basically tells, him, go out there and win. Represent the brand. Unify the belt. He tells Braun that you know NXT means everything to him. It was his home and it was his world. But he says Braun, it's your world now. This is your NXT, and you and you you not just represent yourself, you represent the legacy of everyone who's held that belt. So unify those belts, add to your legacy, add to our legacy. Win, 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 and then he gets up and leaves.
2: Loved it. Did you?
1: I thought it was the best pep talk of the night. And I felt that the Finn Balor thing should have never even been involved if Ciampa was going to be. Yeah,
2: exactly. He uh, Tommaso Ciampa just destroyed Finn Balor with a not bad of the ballpark. Praise win the World Series over the Yankees. But, anyways, that was a very good promo show. Yes, it was. It was. was.
1: You know, it was the great champions of each of the brands. In fact, earlier in the night, we had uh, Tyler Bate get a couple of visits. We forgot to mention this. Uh, Pete Dunne showed up talk about the legendary matches him and Tyler Bate had and you know show that British strong style off but then Tyler Bate got the biggest visit from the intercontinental champion the ring general Gunter, uh. basically telling him about bring the Tyler Bate that wrestled me for 45 minutes bring the Tyler Bate that ended my historic title reign and you'll unify those belts and that was a perfect segment right there for Tyler Bate because that was a good way to sell Tyler Bate as a potential credible threat to Braun Breaker. That's how you do that. Because you're looking at Braun There's Breaker, you're looking at Tyler Bate, and you're like, Are you fucking kidding me? But by having Gunter explain his history and how badass Tyler Bate can be, now you're selling everybody on, Okay, he's a threat. This is going to be a hell of a main event.
2: Very true. Yes, it will. Yeah, that's going to be good. Tyler Bate against Braun Breaker. That's eager to see. See what happens who wins. Because we'll never know. I want Braun Breaker to win. Most like he's going to win, but you never know with NXT. They could have one up their sleeve. Hey, that rhymed. Yeah. Okay. Not.
1: Yes, because you thought, oh, we saw the main event. That should close out the show.
2: Nope. But no, we have to see some atraffies.
1: <laughs> Instead, we get an in-ring segment from Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Williams goes on a rant about Hayes not being on Worlds Collide. Hayes is trying to figure out how they can have this show without him. He's the greatest North American champion ever. He talks about title unification, saying he did that eight months ago. So he says he's not gonna bother trying to be on Worlds Collide because there ain't no one on his level anyway. The lights go out and ricochet's music hits ricochet walks oh. down to the ring and hayes looks like he's seen a ghost ricochet tells and hayes to shut up for five seconds ricochet challenges hayes to a match at World's Collide, Williams takes a swing at Ricochet, but he ducks. Ricochet floors Williams with a spin kick. Hayes tries a springboard, but he launches himself into Ricochet's recoil.
2: No, right? No. No, 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 no. Ricochet's already had the North American Championship. He doesn't need it again. It should go to somebody else. question is, too, maybe this could be a good thing or maybe it could be a bad thing. Benny, with you, you're probably a bad thing, right?
1: Yeah, I'm at least bit happy about this. Everybody yeah, knows how I good. feel about Ricochet. Not a fan. I mean, Never have been. I'm not Never a fan going
2: either. to be. Do I respect him in the ring? Yes, he's a good athlete, but he just does, does that spot monkey ball show that you and I don't like.
1: Yes, that's the, that, that's exactly why. That's why I was impressed when he did a spin kick. I was like, "Holy shit!" He was on the ground.
2: Yeah, no, not a top rope, on top of a ladder. And then, and then he did
1: that ricochet recoil. I was like, "He's still on the floor." I know, I know, I know. Because that. Because this match is gonna be a spot fest. That's exactly oh, what this is. match is gonna fucking be. Oh, of it's not, it is. It's gonna be for the North American title, but Ricochet is not winning the title. It's If he does, then that obviously means they're putting him back down in NXT. His ricochet right now is on SmackDown, so unless he's going to go back to NXT and get off of SmackDown, he's not winning the North American Championship. Nor should he. Nope. Carmelo Hayes should have lost that belt a long time ago, and everybody knows who I think he should have lost it to, but I'm not going to say his name. Um, and But overall, this was a waste of time, and I felt like this shouldn't have closed out the show because... No,
2: good start, shitty finish again.
1: Yeah, it's a waste of fucking time. This is another match that Uh-oh. I don't need to fucking see,
2: and it's going well, to, we make, and I
1: know it's gonna to make... Me. Well, no, we don't, Zach. That's, see, that's the thing. We're analysts. We don't have a fucking choice in the matter. You have okay. to watch it. I have to
2: watch it. Yeah. So... I don't have to, but I choose to. Thank you.
1: So, <laughs> all right. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up this recap of NXT. Zach, as always, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on the next one.
2: Can I explain why we're so late? I just had to switch just to our uh, uh reversal. But to answer your question, of course, I will be here for NXT I actually look forward to watching NXT, unlike somebody else.
1: Hey, Zach, can I let you in on a little secret? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Please, 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 please. Let you know little secret. I mean, no, but I like to ask because it, it makes it makes it funnier when I explain the, the little secret that I want to tell you. It's a very important secret.
2: <laughs> I'm already laughing. Go are ahead. You,
1: are you ready? Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> the show is taped. They don't fucking know what time we're here. There's no being late. We're not oh, God, live, Zach.
2: I'm yeah, apologizing to you. Well,
1: th- oh well, make that specific. It's like you're apologizing to the listeners. Like, dude, they don't fucking know what time we're recording this they don't know I'm that sure you're that, late i'm kind of
2: intoxicated but it's okay Jeez.
1: yeah apparently zach still thinks we're on blob talk radio it's like no it's a tape show zach i edit it i post oh, it shit. they don't fucking know what time we're here for all they know i did this in the fucking for all they know we could be in the bahamas sitting in a fucking cabin or a beach house whatever the fuck Hell, we could be sitting in the sand with a towel in bathing suits doing this fucking thing. They don't know.
2: Yeah, it's it, but they care. <laughs>
1: exactly. They just want to hear the content. They don't know what time. <laughs> I mean, they can tell it happens a little late because I posted the social media pretty fucking late early in the morning. So they can tell I've been up for quite a while editing this fucking thing.
2: Well, you don't have to. Just hold off till the next day if you have time. I
1: mean, well, it depends. Sometimes I don't mind it
2: because I can go into work a little later. All right, let's finish this thing. All right. I'm going to jam out Drink more so I don't annoy you.
1: All right. Well, anyway, Damn. make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor,
2: Anchor, Spotify, Spotify,
1: Google Podcast, Google
2: Podcast,
1: and iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Heart and. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com/slash/thebootscast. We got great, we got an archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Uh, we should have an episode of the male soap opera moment coming up for you guys. Uh, this week. uh Wenz and I sharing our thoughts on uh, Clash of the Castle. You've heard a little bit about what I had to say, and trust me, I will be bringing some of those thoughts to the male soap opera moment. Be prepared to look at see the look on Joey Wenzler's face when I get fucking real. Um. But Anyway, it's going to be a great episode. It'll be on the Boochcast Facebook page coming your way. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Go to our YouTube channel. Check out all of our video content. And be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell. To be notified when future content will be posted. I'm hoping to get some Dark Side of the Ring videos done uh, this weekend. Uh, once I get those two done, I can, oh, start, no. I can then start editing and posting and getting all of them out there. So we are almost done with Dark Side of the Ring the ring we got other special content coming to the youtube channel very soon and i can't wait to share it uh also make sure you're following us on twitch go to twitch.tv slash the cast. that's where we do our live wrestling watch parties our next watch party will be saturday november the 26th for wwe survivor series uh we'll be live there at 8 p.m um location to be determined uh, the amount of people on the party to be determined but either way we'll be on Twitch for the survivor series so also make sure you guys uh check out our live D d show coming very very soon uh, we also got our Boochcast booking battle as well as another special project that I still need to work out some kinks but I'm gonna be working them out trust me we'll be getting to those very 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 soon very, also very, very soon. Also, make sure you guys support the Cast by going to anchor.fm slash the Cast slash support. Become a supporter of the BoochCast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We got three levels you can donate at. Our first level is uh, $0.99 per month. That's $1. That's for people out there who don't have a lot of money to spend but still would like to help us out. All you can do is listen to the show and spread the link to everyone you know. You're helping us out a great deal, and we appreciate it. But if you got some extra spending cash, you can go to our second level, which is $4.99 five dollars per month the same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription i know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the peacock so don't give them money give us money we got better content than peacock anyway and we got the third and final level you can donate at which is for a mere 9.99 Ten dollars, Same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. I know ever since they sold it to the Peacock, you got to know where to put that nine ninety nine. dollars So take that 9 dollars bring it over here. We got better content than the network. And unlike all elite wrestling, we are listening to our fans <laughs> and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. you the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. Now, the best part is all the money that we raise goes back into our show in some capacity. We use it to upgrade our equipment. We use it to bring in bigger name guests pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Bootscast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and you believe that it's going to be Me. paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the bootscast slash support is how you make that happen. The best part is if there's any money left over, any yeah. money at all, when it's all said and done, we use the rest Where to the feed uh, Zachariah Scott his uh, <laughs> monthly ramen <laughs> noodles, food. and we try. Oh, God, it's a difficult problem. Process, ladies and gentlemen, we Let's try get to get him second. laid. It's when the like
2: last time you did anything to me. Yeah, we try, we try, we, we were... try. No, you fucking don't, you motherfucking lying second shit. And as you fuck can you. see, and
1: as you can see, our attempts go very underappreciated. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, aka the Boots, oh, saying, "Keep on living life and take care." <laughs> this has been the Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, pizza baby. <laughs> Well I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long, farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu, be good, stay well, bye-bye, keep warm,
0: relax, and eat, take care, stay loose, adieu, bon i a la and goodbye till when we meet again